0: It is Tuesday, June 21st, 2022. This is another edition of Baseball Today presented to you by Shady Rays. That's right. The best sunglasses. Not only are they amazing looking, when you lose them, when you break them, they'll replace them. Shady Rays. Best look around. That is Trevor Plouffe. I am Chris Rose. We're joined by producer Rob and intern Alden as well. Plouffe, we both have to make a deal with ourselves, with each other. Okay. We need to get back to working out.
1: Yeah. You don't feel
0: like shit, me physically, you emotionally, when you don't. We <laughs> owe it to one another to push ourselves past the brink. Okay.
1: I'm going to today. I told you my head gets all messed up when I don't work out. I got like all this energy I got to get out. I kind of like understand now, you know, how my kids act up. You got to let these kids like get the energy out because if they yeah. don't have it, it just bottles up inside. That's how I feel today, bro. So I don't know if I'm going to take it out on you. Oh, I'm good. Take it out. I took it out on the Mariners yesterday. I pronounced him dead on talking baseball. Did you? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't think that's a, that's a real um, big leap, by the way. I think.
1: Yeah. But telling, telling the fan base, your team is dead. I don't take that lightly, but Mike Trout, Mike Trout made the red sun rise on them. Mm -hmm.
0: Let's get to, uh, let's start off with two teams that are in this thing. We will not pronounce them dead. Certainly anytime Mm -hmm. soon. They met last night in the opener of a series. I thought it was very cool to see Jock uh, get his ring. That was fun. He was obviously an emotional spark plug during their 2021 championship run. He then almost took his former Dodger teammate, Kenley, deep in the top of the ninth. Braves ended up walking it off thanks to uh, Ozzie Albi's replacement, Arcia. Um, so a lot happened in there. Braves are currently in second. Giants are in third in their division. They each hold a wild card which team in your opinion is more complete as it stands right now
1: you know this one is really easy for me chris like if you just are straight up looking at rosters here i think it's the braves and i don't think it's a question the only thing that keeps me coming back and maybe like giving the giants more credit than i should is they won 106 or 107 games last year right so it's like hard to count them out but if you're just looking at the roster i mean the braves have a leg up, I think, in almost every single facet of the roster. And I think they have potential for growth, like some of the guys uh, underperforming. Um, I just think that the Braves are a problem. I know that some people got down on them as they started off the season, kind of middling around, but they're going now. And I just don't think there's even... I I think that the Braves are in a different tier than the Giants right now.
0: I do too. But didn't we say this every month last year, (laughs) and especially me, like I know you are. Giants. I know
1: you're worried about this.
0: Well, I am. I am because I have a, I have baseball scar tissue built up based on what I did last year. At this time last year, I was saying, "Boy, the Giants are this cute story." Man, Farhan is so pumped up because he's actually going to be able to trade some of these veterans and probably get more than he anticipated. And not only did they not give up, they added Chris Bryant. They won a record-setting 107 games before losing to the Dodgers in the divisional round. They had an amazing year, and I still look at that roster, and I say, how? And so I look at this roster this year, and I say, how? How could they possibly be um, a bigger threat than the Atlanta Braves, right? I mean, they have two guys on their team that have at least eight homers. That's it, Jock and Wilmer Flores. The Braves, they have eight guys that have at least eight homers. There's a viable threat almost one through nine. Their rotation hasn't been great, but solid at the very least their bullpen is still one of the best in baseball and they're going to get tyler matzik back soon I, like i look and i say where are the giants better
1: i think you, maybe you can I, I agree maybe the starting pitcher up into this point the starting pitching up into this point mm-hmm. you could say that they're close right because yeah. you got you got a couple of real high-end starters there in san francisco and Webb and rodon right now yep mm-hmm. uh, but i agree i i that's why I'm so hesitant to just say, yeah, the Braves, no problem. Because of what the Giants did last year, you have to, uh, you know, you have to think about that. But, uh, I mean, I think any casual baseball fan or anyone that's kind of just you know, following the league, if you look at the rosters, it's definitely the Braves.
0: And so what, what all that means is that San Francisco will finish with, like, 93 wins and Atlanta will have 91. And, that's again, probably. we'll look like dummies at the end of the year. By the way, good <laughs> news fine. for San Francisco – uh, De Scalfani gets back into their rotation tonight. I know he's been banged up a lot when he has been out there. He hasn't pitched great, but you know, it's another arm for them. Going against Spencer Strider, who is one oh, of the man. most intriguing young pitchers we've got out there.
1: I think the Giants are fine with everyone writing them off too. Like, I think they're oh, okay yeah. with
0: it. They're not going to be mad at us for saying this. So no, that makes it even easier for me. That's their MO. In fact, I'm going to go check out a game up there in the Bay area this coming weekend against nice. the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. All right, let's move on to the story of Monday night. I bitched and moaned when the pirates did not let O'Neill Cruz break camp with him. And then everybody was sending me their his stats three weeks into the year where he was hitting like two Oh eight down in the minors. Well, they finally promoted him yesterday and boy, did he shine two for five, four ribs in his 2022 debut as the pirates thumped the Cubs. Uh, let, let's just start with Cruz's debut before I ask the real meat of the question I want about rookies. Uh, he feels different, Trev. He does. He does.
1: I remember seeing him in spring training. I think it was 2020, and uh, you see this guy. He he looks different on the field. Very tall. He's 6'7", 220. That two twenty looks pretty skinny on a six seven dude. At right. least when I saw him, that's what I thought. I was like, this. He looks like he looks like a basketball player. Like his mm-hmm. body. And he was out there at shortstop. I, I was like, there's no way this is gonna work. There's no way this is gonna work. You don't see tall shortstops very often. I know like there's been some, but like for the most part, a guy that tall playing shortstop was I couldn't I couldn't fathom it. But then you start to see some of his actions and you start to see some of these highlights last year, this year in the minor leagues. Chris, this guy hits the shit out of the ball. Right. His swing is good. He looks smooth out there. And then last night, the throw he had across the diamond. Amazing. I was going to tweet out about it, that slow backhand play is probably the most difficult ground ball a shortstop can have. Uh, You don't have, you know, the time to plant and really get going um, and throw the guy out because of the way the ball is hit. You really have to get your body moving towards first base and for a tall guy to do that, he did it perfectly. And then he got, he leveraged that thing. He's got those long arms, got right on top of that ball. And that throw was so crisp. I think it was like ni- almost 96 miles an hour across the diamond. 97 almost. 97. And the fingers came off just at the right time. And it was a freaking a missile there. It's just, it looks, it looks real. And for me to see that, and I think anybody to see that, and the guy that tall, it's, it's just, it's crazy. But yeah, I'm excited to watch this guy play.
0: I love every bit of it. It's a little bit, you talk about, it, he's got a basketball body. It would be like if, we, if you just watch the NBA finals, taking Jalen Brown of the Boston Celtics and putting him at shortstop. It's basically the same dimensions of a kid. Brown's listed at like 6'6", 223. That's essentially what O'Neill Cruz is. So if you ever want to see a guy wearing a Boston Celtics jersey in between second and third, here's what you got. This is it right here for you. So he had not only the hardest throw of any infielder this year at basically 97 miles an hour, he also had the hardest hit ball by any pirate this season, at 113 miles an hour exit Velo. he had the three fastest sprint speeds of any pirate this year the dude has played one game and he's already <laughs> turned the organization upside down on its head and this is what I said in spring training I said pirates you know you're gonna suck if he takes his lumps up here so be it you need to give the fan base a reason to go buy jerseys right now and they did that with the extension to Brian Hayes that's nice but the energy level between an O'Neill Cruz and a Cabrian Hayes is like a mountain and a molehill. And that's not a shot at Cabrian Hayes. It's just when this kid enters the arena, physically, you look at him and you say, I've never seen that at shortstop. And then the energy and the smile and the look and the feel and, and the set, and everything. If I'm a pirates fan, I'm just saying, fuck it, get rid of all our veterans. We're starting over. And if we get back in this thing, it's going to be because of these kids.
1: Don't do that because not all the young kids are going to look like O'Neal Cruz out there. Okay, they're not all going to be that good. Okay, so we That's need some true. veterans. We you need, do some, need veterans some veterans. There, you, you- okay, I, I think O'Neal Cruz being there might open Key Brian Hayes up a little bit. I think there might be some sort of like explosion, some chemistry explosion there, Chris. I really do. Yeah, he looks, he looks great, and um, yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't know. We were waiting for them to do something. We were mad it didn't get brought up. Um, at the beginning of the year. And then you see the highlights. He had a ball 120 miles per hour in the minor leagues this year, Chris. Jesus. It was a line drive up the middle, I believe. I saw the highlight. Yeah. And it you're like, oh, that could be a, a faulty reading or something. But watch the way the ball skips off the outfield grass and the center fielder is like, holy shit.
0: Yeah. 120. That, I know. I'm with you. Uh, with all that being said, uh, over the last few days, we've seen Riley Green make his major league debut. CJ Abrams brought back up by the Padres. Uh, Jeter Downs is up now with the Red Sox. He was a a big piece in the Mookie Betts deal from the Dodgers. Uh, If there's one guy that came up within the last week that you want to keep your eyes on the rest of the season, who is it?
1: I think it's between two guys, O'Neill Cruz and Riley Green. Um, I've seen Jeter. And I'm curious as to how and why he's up right now. It's really struggled in AAA this year. I know they had to bring the pitching roster uh, down a little bit, right. so he's kind of there as a utility piece. My friend Will Millerbrooks tweeted out that maybe they're going to bring him up to showcase him, like to see if he can play at the major league level and maybe trade him, something mm. like that. He's pretty tuned in with the Red Sox, so there's a possibility there. But I, li- I like Riley Green and what he's done. Very athletic. I think I was very excited to see him start the year, then he got injured. Uh, but it'll be, be between – um riley green and o'neill cruz for sure
0: yeah i mean we've just talked about we've cruz. already seen
1: C- cj agents too
0: yeah uh and you know listen he's gonna have a shot with tatis and machado down although it sounds yeah. like machado is already healing quickly which is good news for padres fans out there um i'm, I'm wearing a, a, a orange old english d tigers lid because i am a huge riley green fan he uh he made his debut this past weekend, Reached face four times in his major league debut and his first knock. It's one thing to see the family and the friends excited to watch what the dugout did as a response. That means that they're all paying attention. I mean, look, look at this. It's okay. Awesome. It's one thing, you know, a lot of you guys when a kid comes up and he's a highly touted rookie, you're like, all right, cool. The whole dugout erupted. They all know how important this kid is to their future. Like, we had fun when Spencer Torkelson got the mitt from Miguel Cabrera. You know, passing of the torch, you're going to be the first baseman, and it has been the struggle bus for him for almost three months now. Riley Green is a different beast out there. This kid is something special. There's a great article on him in The Athletic that I read recently. And uh, there's a guy named Jared Goodwin who basically runs. He's like the amateur baseball dude in the state of Florida. And when Riley Green was 11, he's a left-handed shortstop. 11? when he was 11 left-handed shortstop and so this guy jared goodwin walks out to him and he's like you know you're left-handed and he's like i'm the best player here it doesn't matter if i'm left-handed or right-handed
1: i didn't catch that he was playing shortstop as a lefty
0: yeah as a lefty as a lefty at 11 okay okay and so he goes he takes (laughs) five swings and and goodwin's like You can play wherever you want the best kid kid kid. around here. (laughs) He actually Goodwin called when green was 14 called the university of Florida and said, he's either playing here or central Florida. You better make him an offer. He received the earliest offer ever from the university of Florida at age 14, obviously bypassed on that when he got drafted in top five, right out of high school. So I'm excited for
1: him. I'm excited to see him too. Yeah. I like the dugout erupting like that for a young kid. Sometimes you give them the silent treatment or you're just like, you know, Hey kid, like do it again. But mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. I think they do understand like we need this guy to go. He's got to be a guy guy for us to yep. you know reach where we want to reach within the next couple of years. So kind of a lot of pressure to put on a guy, but he he's, he seems like a player, bro.
0: Hey, listen, dude, you know, when, when even the biggest names come up like Jeter was hitting ninth when he came up, uh, you know, Torkelson has been toward the bottom of the lineup all year. Riley green, we hit fifth last night at Fenway park. That's all you need to know about what they think of him. Yeah. I know you could say that's because their lineup sucks too, but
1: well, I think, you know, you put them there, see what happens. You know, we, not there are going to be guys that come up. We, we saw this with Kelnick. Okay. Like you can't just put the whole organization on one guy, but, but some guys kind of pass the eye test right away. And it seems like Riley green's doing that.
0: I know. We'll see how it goes. I was, I was in the Kelnick line. You were, and I'll admit he, if I, he
1: still has a chance to come back and be of course a he does, he's 22 you know, he's years 20, old. Yeah,
0: exactly. All right, let's move on to one of the better series. that started last night. Yes. Brewers ended up uh, besting the Cardinals. Uh, so they have a one game lead in that division. Now, if you could handpick one player from around the league to trade to each one of these squads without having to give up anything. So this is we're it's make-believe land for us. Any player. One that fits what they're trying to do. That's what I'm talking. Like, I want to trade Mike Trout to the Brewers. No, no, no. Like something something that actually could happen that's reasonable right now. Give it to me. Give me one and we'll go one each. You start with uh, who would you add to the Brewers?
1: Okay. Well, for the Brewers, you know, yeah, I wanted Mike Trout. No, um, I do want a center fielder and I want some, they, they like control. They don't want to just go out and just have a rental piece. They like control. Uh, and this guy's been on the trading block forever. Mm-hmm. He's on the Pittsburgh Pirates, Brian Reynolds, to come play oh, center field for them. Good one. I mean, That's pretty easy. It fits. I think he has some positive regression coming with the bat. Uh, he's not at his career numbers uh, as of yet. I think you put him in that lineup. He gets that like that spark from being on the like, contending team. I'd really like to see this guy go out there. It kind of just seems like a brewer to me. Yeah. It seems like a brewer to me. Um, and then, you know, Zoe Kane's gone. I know Tyrone Taylor's been... Pretty good out there. Had a two-run homer last night. So I kind of feel bad about bringing a center fielder in. But uh, I think Reynolds fits.
0: Yeah, um, I think that's a really good call. I thought about Reynolds, but I went with a different outfielder. And I think – I know Andrew Benintendi has struggled the last month. Like, he got off to a great start the first five or six weeks. The last month has been shitty for him. They're going to move him. He's in his walk year. He's 27. Is he a guy that maybe the Brewers could even extend if they like him? I know he's not a center fielder, but he's a really good defensive outfielder. I know you say, well, what do you do about Renfro and right and Yelich and left? I get it. It's not an ideal fit, but you can also get those guys off their feet. Somebody can be a DH here and there. You know, people say, well, what about McCutcheon? I'm with you. This team needs to improve offensively somehow. Big time. So that's the move I've made. I I, I just, the reason I didn't do Reynolds to be honest with you, they got one of the shittiest farm systems in baseball. And even though my question, I said, without even considering the return, I couldn't get past that mental block of saying, yeah, it's just not going to happen. Okay. That's all.
1: You never know. You never know. But he would fit perfectly. And the Cardinals, do you want to give yours first? You want me to go? I'll go. Okay.
0: This is a weird one.
1: Ooh, I got a weird one too.
0: See, I think the Cardinals are a pretty complete team. Me too. I look at them and I say there aren't a lot of like now that Flaherty's back and I'm assuming that he's going to be able to stay healthy the rest of the year. Yes. It's not like they need a power arm out of the bullpen. Um, well, I'm excited to see who you're going to say. You you wouldn't guess if I gave you a hundred guesses, you wouldn't guess who I'm adding. Okay. to this. <laughs> Okay. Joe Mantiply. Okay. Le- left-handed reliever for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Now follow me on this. I look, they've got Genesis Cabrera, who's throwing gas out of that pen. They need one more lefty to get those tough outs, whether it's in the against the Brewers, whether it's Yelich or Rowdy Telez or Omar Novaez, whatever, or if it's just a big game somewhere down the road, if they make the playoffs uh, to get a, a Matt Olson, somebody like that. He has been unbelievable out in Arizona. He would replace TJ McFarland, who has just hasn't done a good job for the Cardinals. 25 and a third innings, he has issued one walk. One walk all season. His ERA is 0.36. His whip is 0.87. I want a guy who I know is going to throw strikes and not get knocked around, and that is him. So that's where the Cardinals are right now.
1: I like that. Uh, we talked about Mantiply on Talking Baseball. You know, Jake always says there is a reliever on every team who is absolutely filthy, and you don't know his name. And that's Mm – Mance was our example from the Diamondbacks. So, I I like that. I'm going to go a little more controversial here. Mm. Um, They are a complete team, but they had a big piece go on the IL, and we're not sure when this is going to come back. So, I got a Wilson Contreras going over there and taking over for
0: Yachty. I like that. Look –
1: we know what Yachty brings to the table offensively. It hasn't been his best year, pretty, it's been pretty, pretty tough there. Um, I don't think that matters to the Cardinals, they like having Yachty there, but you, we know what he brings defensively and mentally with everybody there. He is the leader there. Uh, but what Contreras is doing with the Cubs right now, I mean, he's going off. You bring in a catcher, the spot they need, and that offensive production. And like, now we're talking, like, I, where are the holes? On this team, we're already kind of saying that, but you bring in a catcher that has an OPS over 900. I don't know what you do when Yachty comes back. You figure some
0: things out. I don't know,
1: dude. You have to catch Yachty, right?
0: All right. Let's play this out. Okay. Because Yachty's not injured to the point where he's done. Could be a bothersome issue. No question.
1: Could be a month. Could be two months.
0: Could be. You got a quarter zone shot, right? I mean, just we'll see. Okay. When he's back healthy. He is the everyday catcher. You and I have talked about this with Contreras. He has to go to a team where there's a DH vacancy. Now, I don't – what's the one thing we always say about the Cardinals? they got too many players.
1: Too many players, they – I mean, who has the most DH starts for them? Is it like Pujols? Is it –
0: Probably, It's probably Pujols. Goldschmidt got the night off of first last night. They let Yepes play first.
1: God, has Contreras ever played first base? Like you know, he kind of he has played. Like I, he has
0: played a little bit of first base. Um,
1: you know, what throwing Ian Hap just just for fun. Let's just really get that outfield.
0: Just you know, we'll have seven. Are you turning this into a softball there. team <laughs> yeah. where everybody could just play anywhere? And you can. We could have a rover. We could have a no. I field. think he
1: fits here. Now, is it going to happen? I just went two inner division trades. Which is, I was going to you know, say, does it really happen? But like we're, you're talking best fit here.
0: I think well, it would there's be a big awesome. there, there's a big difference between the pirates trading somebody to the Brewers and the Cardinals getting somebody from the Cubs.
1: I know and the Cardinals replacing Yachty with something. All
0: right. We got to move a little Sorry. quicker here. Max Scherzer's making his first rehab start tonight. Could return to the Mets as early as Sunday. They're going to have him throw a bullpen again later in the week to see how he recovered um, this news coming on the day. Now that the Mets will start a really fun series down in Houston, which of those two teams, Right now, has a better shot at making the World Series.
1: Look, I love the Mets. I love their roster. Uh, I love everything about them. Bring back Degrom. Bring back Scherzer. Bring back Tyler. All these guys. Until the Astros aren't winning or going to the ALCS every single year, you got to pick the Astros. They are. They have a chance to be in the World Series. The last five years, they've been in the ALCS, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. How can you pick against this team? First of all, it's not like they're like so far behind uh as far as like roster and what they can do on a baseball field. This is an elite team. Yeah. So like you already have that going. And then the experience and like these guys have all played together. Now the Mets the chemistry looks great, but these guys are kind of all thrown together. Push comes a shove. These Astros know exactly like who to tug on, you know, who to give a pat on the butt, all that stuff. Like the chemistry is is great there. And like I said, until they're not in the ALCS. I mean, they're the favorite to go to the world series from any team. That's the bottom line. Open air concept. That's what they do in Houston. Even though I never
0: closed. Even though I said that the Mets would be in the world series and they would not be playing the Astros. I still agree with you. And the fact that the Astros would have to go through the Yankees who had, you know, as of June 21st, look unbeatable, but we're talking about, four months from playing them in the ALCS right now. So I don't know what each roster is going to look like. I don't know what they're going to be like health wise. And I'm not going to bet against the Astros. They just have too many guys that have done it. Um, they're so solid, dude. They're so solid,
1: but the, yeah, like, give credit to the Mets. They've overcome a ton of oh, injuries. God, yes. And they've just, they've just looked great. And I even gave them the gritty title, which like, a team with that payroll and those superstars and how that much money they're getting usually doesn't get the gritty title from
0: me, but like
1: they're full of grit.
0: Did you do the gritty while you were giving out the gritty title?
1: No, I saw it's someone this weekend gritty. do the gritty it looked ridiculous because he didn't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it. So I don't want to look ridiculous. You
0: know what? I got Justin Jefferson on speed dial. You want it? It's good. I think I did it. I did you, it. Well, yeah, you did it while sitting. If we were to, um, I don't even know what the odds, I haven't checked the odds because I'm not allowed to uh, best odds of reaching the world series. It probably goes Yankees, Dodgers, Mets, Astros. That's probably what it goes. Let me look at, let to look it up. Sure. Yeah. Okay. You have a bookmark?
1: No. Go next question.
0: All right. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can give that to us in a bit. Um, <laughs> amazing video on social media last night. Minor league ballpark, they have the uh the mascots running against the kids on the warning track. Was this wait, was this in the Omaha or was this uh it was the College World Series? Yeah, that's what it was. Thank you, Alden. And the bull mascot just thumps the kid who falls down. Mean bull, mean mascot, or that's what you get when you run with the bulls, you get the horns.
1: Mean mascot. I didn't like this at all. Like, I was prepared to laugh at this video, but that kid got hurt, dude. And I just, like, think about my son being that kid, and I would want to go fight the bull, I guess.
0: he stopped though.
1: Dude, this guy, I mean, like, he, he tries to, like, turn it on because he sees he's getting his butt kicked by kids, and then just, like, I guess he doesn't see out of his peripheral because he's got a mask on, but it's a brutal look. Man. It's, don't like
0: that, that's not a mask, by the way. That is a mascot head. Have you ever put on a mascot head?
1: Yeah, I've done. I've done the sausage race.
0: Okay, right, right. I forgot about that. It's your your balance is thrown off. Everything. This guy's a professional, isn't he? Well, I don't know if he's a pro- professional bull sprint champion.
1: Is he getting paid to wear a mascots' uni? That means you're a professional.
0: I mean, is he part of the mascots' union association? Is that what oh, you're my. getting at? What's the matter?
1: A bird just flew into my window. He's outcast. Okay, I'll fly away. You sure? What's up with these animals, bulls and birds? Just fucking get reckless well, out there. You better look
0: out because you know what's coming through <laughs> that window next. A bull. It's going to come get you.
1: Let's oh, yeah, Put me on the field with that bull, and we'll run around and check each other, see what
0: happens. Can I just tell you something? Listen, the kid, <laughs> thankfully, like didn't break an arm or anything, I don't believe. <laughs>
1: yeah, okay, good.
0: Ten years from now, you don't think that kid is going to be showing everybody on his phone? Dude, this was me at the College World Series absolutely oh, you know, a He'd couple months from now way. we will not embarrassed he got knocked down by an adult and, and he lived to tell about it here he you are, are they the got sausage. that kid's a stud which one which one are you the chorizo? chorizo
1: yeah i was i had a lead and jimmy right here when he fell knocked my shoe off
0: <laughs> i didn't know that he
1: knocked your shoe off he gave me oh well, he gave me a flat tire and i wasn't able to you know compete at the level i wanted to compete so i think jake ended up snaking it there i also didn't know where the finish line was so a lot of things happen we don't have to revisit this except if you want to
0: show jimmy falling, which is hilarious it's unbelievable i mean you talk about him blowing out a hamstring
1: he blew it out and the noise oh the noise was so good
0: (laughs) no it's just unreal (laughs) what do you have coming up on john boy
1: we had great shirts Made to commemorate that, but we weren't allowed to release them because of trademark purposes. Oh, that's. Um, nice. I have a talking baseball series recap came out yesterday. We did it live uh doing the weekends games today. Jake and I are gonna do a players only episode on talking baseball midweek. I think we're gonna do a couple different topics, which is gonna be great. That'll come out tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, man, back to the regular schedule. What you got?
0: Uh, Alec Manoa still out. You didn't listen to him because he didn't go running. Hopefully you'll get a chance to do that soon. He was great. Uh, coming out Thursday is the episode we taped with Miggy Rojas in the John Boy media offices over the weekend. That'll be fun. And then yesterday I just taped a, a two for one, if you will. Tyler Matzik, who is coming back soon to the Atlanta Braves. He's on the injured list and his former teammate, Josh Tomlin, really good dude. Uh, the two of them together were great. And there is a new piece to the Jock Peterson fantasy football story. That's all I can tell you. Okay. That's going to be coming um, out in less than a week.
1: I'm getting it up right now. And according to most books, Astros favorite over the Mets to win the World Series. So I'd assume that means get to the World Series as well.
0: Hmm. But the Yankees are the biggest favorite, right? Dodgers, the Yankees. Dodgers first. I think the Dodgers are first and most,
1: yeah, because of the fucking Dodgers, bro. How long? How long have we been saying that? I know we got to get out of here, but how long have we been saying that? It's the Dodgers. Dodgers.
0: Yeah, ten years.
1: It.
0: No, because at the beginning of their run, I think there were other eight teams. Years? That were... Yeah, it's probably it's probably been seven or eight years now. Yeah, it's pretty good.
1: Them and the Astros.
0: Yep, pretty special. Speaking of special. Shout out to our producer extraordinaire, Robbie Shirocco, our summer intern, Alden Stone, for helping out as always. That is T-Ploof. I'm Chris Rose. We will see you Wednesday on Baseball Today, presented to you by Shady Rays.